always know what your action is because then when you come in in the morning confident or when you come in in the morning and you can't hit your ass with both hands, you know what to do. Just boil down what it is you're doing, whether there's a camera around or just what am I doing today. Today I'm, I'm showing up and I'm trying to be uh, honest and, and also to, to listen and learn. I think part of the reason I'm still so interested, not just in, in life, but also, you know, getting to do what I do, is I'm a fan. I love movies. I love creativity. I love music. I love, I love culture. And the fact that I actually have a place in it while I'm observing it and digging it is like, it's, it's, it's an honor. This concept of things just sort of falling into place. I'm, I'm a big believer in that too. Yeah. What, what is that though? Is that you getting out of your own way? Like what, what is that? Is it, isn't that 70% of it? Yeah. Yeah. I'd say it's 70% maintenance of what can I do to do my part to stay out of the way. And then the other part, I always think of it as like this little super thin uh, invisible thread. But you can feel the tug and you just kind of you have to be really gentle and you have to pause when agitated and you have to go for it when you're going to like there's four walls in here. Which one has the map behind it? You, it's that one. And you knock down the wall and it's there. You know, Half the stuff that I've been able to do right in my creative life are principles that I learned on the mat with my seafood. Guard your center. Keep your eye on the lead elbow. Um, get to the blind side. Half the time, if I would be in a, a critical artistic situation, I would just say... Because um, Wing Chun problems are life problems, life problems are Wing Chun problems, and I would just go back to how did this kind of relate to... 30 years, he has struggled with a dangerous drug addiction that nearly destroyed him, and today, he says he's clean, he's in love, and so by the time you're in prison, that's not rock bottom for you? Nope. Nope. No. It coincided with my recovery. Oh. And the two things just somehow or other seemed to, to lock in, and... It locked in with this. It was an apprentice, an apprenticeship, and it was a, an apprenticeship that was contingent on me uh, being in a certain headspace. You know, because you can reach out for help, kind of a half-assed way, and uh, and you'll get it, and you won't take advantage of it. You know, it's really, it's not that difficult to overcome these seemingly ghastly uh, problems. What's hard is to decide. Welcome. I didn't know what kind of episode I wanted to do this week, but it looks like it's a mini Monday, folks. Sometimes when it comes to doing episodes, the best person to do it is the one with the limbs that are attached to yourself. So here I am, Red Dead 2023, welcoming you. And I'm going to ask you for a favor up top. Folks, ladies, gentlemen, giraffes, if you can take two seconds, please, five stars, great review, get the word out, share with a friend, please. And if you have an episode suggestion for us and the cast and crew of the pod family, 
send it to zanzizipodcast at gmail.com or like us on our Instagram and send it there. Click all the links in the description. Now, today's episode is on sobriety. Sobriety is important to me. It really became important to me as a dad and a 41-year-old man who is getting older in age and doesn't need to have any hang-ups. As I've gotten older, it's gotten more and more important to me, especially having a lot of friends who have become very dependent upon certain things. Now, I'm not just saying alcohol, drugs. I mean, the addiction takes on many different forms. So with me, it's been tricky, especially as a lifelong fella, a nerd, if you will, who tends to latch onto things, who tends to be a lover of many different, many different things. And sometimes it can be very hard to be able to just focus and be present. And I think that specifically, that's a big part of what that is. When you are sober, generally, you go through some hoops to get to that point. And depending upon how far and how deep this has gone in your life, whatever addiction that may be, it can generally turn into something that has more control than, say, someone who gives up something easily from the start. So with sobriety, uh, it's this condition of not having any measurable levels or effects from alcohol or drugs. Sobriety is also considered to be the natural state of a human being at birth, according to the Wikipedia. A person in a state of sobriety is considered sober. Organizations of the temperance movement have encouraged sobriety as being normative in society. In fact, I think back in the day they called it being a teetotaler. Uh, in a treatment setting, sobriety is the achieved goal of independence from consuming alcohol, such as sustained abstinence is a prerequisite for sobriety. Early in abstinence, residual effects of alcohol consumption can preclude sobriety. These effects are labeled pause or post-acute withdrawal syndrome. Someone who abstains but has a latent desire to resume use is termed a dry drunk and not considered truly sober. So I'd, ne- I'd heard of a dry drunk. I never really understood it. I think that's the idea that, yeah, I'm going to go back to that thing. I think inevitably what you have to do in your mind is want to be done. And not for other people, but for yourself. Specifically, this was something that I wanted to give up because I literally took out a sheet of paper and wrote down the amount of times it had been a good thing. And it was a blank sheet. Um, I like to remember things. Uh, I like waking up and being a morning person. I used to detest mornings and still am quite the late person, but I want people to know how much I appreciate them and I want to be present. And I think listening and talking to people and being able to, you know, help people, really, you have to be able to listen. And being able to help yourself, you need to be clear-minded. And I'm not going to get down on anybody. If you can function just fine, then good on you. Some of us just struggle with this stuff. And I think being honest about it, especially on my podcast, might help some people 
who have probably struggled in the past. I think there's a lot of people out there who struggle in the dark and you really, you don't need to, honestly. It's a, it's a simple, simple, simple solution, folks. Just take breaks or even take a permanent break from whatever it is that you, in your brain know is causing you trouble. Whether it be a toxic relationship, a toxic situation, Maybe it's just a person you know in your life who literally every time you have any sort of interaction with them, it brings you down. Maybe distance. There's this whole, I mean, I hear about it all the time now, especially in post-therapy and and with people who are dating, but boundaries. Boundaries are important, folks. Now, if you don't know about AA, I would recommend AA. In fact, me and Danger Zone have mentioned him a few times, but our buddy Dane, who passed away, he was in AA and was eight years sober, and he always said it was the best time and the best thing he'd done in his life, and I agree. Unfortunately, he passed away from cancer, but and, uh, and we miss him greatly, but the truth is he was more of himself and those memories were just as good, if not better, than the drunken ones in the Navy with him. Now, AA is a recovery source. There are almost always AA meetings going on around the world, around the country, that you can partake online or in person locally. And I will post some links to places to look for those. These Zoom meetings, I've been to a few myself. In fact, I was invited by Dane before he passed, and it helped tremendously. A lot of the times, you just sit and listen. Other times, you can interject, but most of the time, you just sit and listen. And and I tell you what, there is nothing more sobering than otherwise being sober, but listening to somebody's life events that came from the trials and pain and suffering that can come from addictions. So, sobriety may refer to being clear of immediate or residual effects of any mind-altering substances. Colloquially, it may refer to a specific substance that is the concern of a particular recovery support program, like alcohol, marijuana, opiates, or tobacco. Clean and sober is a commonly used phrase which refers to someone having an extended period without alcohol or other drugs in their body. Recovery can start in many different ways for people. One may go to rehab, a detox center, or engage a sober companion to start. The next recovery support program may be slightly more difficult to find. Sober living can be confusing using any generic search engine. Recovery resources exist for many different companies mainly across the United States. Alcoholics can also use books, podcasts, and online resources to help their own recovery. And if this is the first time you're thinking about sobriety and you're checking out this podcast, welcome. Obviously, you're in a welcome environment. Everybody I've known who's been a fan of this show or previous shows I've hosted have been incredibly... I've never had to kick anybody off of anything. Let's just put it that way. Everybody's been friendly, and I'd like to hope that it keeps that way. But um, yes, there are many podcast sources out there. There's not only that, but like YouTube wormholes to go down. A lot of people talk about this sort of thing and it can be tough. You know, I'll be real with you. I've had some moments 
with alcohol. Alcohol is really the one that steered me the worst as far as bad thinking, bad habits. If I didn't drink, I would have never thought to smoke, but when I would drink, I'd always want a cigarette, those type of things. And eating just, oh, good Lord, the McDonald's receipts I have from bad drinking episodes or Taco Bell. I'm, I mean, I'm, it, you know what? If it has curly fries or hot fries, it, it's going in my mouth. So anyways, obviously, like I said, I mentioned AA, but there are atheists out there too that, that want a resource. And there are atheist AA meetings too, which I've seen those. And I'm, I'm not saying this as if I am an atheist, I'm not, I do believe in God. But AA is probably the one that you'll hear the most people talk about because you get a sponsor. Now, if you do know sober friends, I would say that's a good route to go because those are the people that'll tell you, and especially ones that have some experience in it, will tell you the other people that they know that are also sober. And it's not a matter of like starting a sober cult or anything. Let, let it be said, let it be known, you will do a lot more things as a sober person and good things because you'll be present for them. But like, if you're a guy and it's one of those things that's lowered your libido, those things are going to start to come back. So welcome back, we'll say to Mr. Downstairs. I'm just saying things will be working better. Anyways, there, there's, there's a lot, there's a lot for you to do and to fill that time and you might think well what's a baseball game without a beer bro there's a lot of things you can have maybe a hot dog you know i know a lot of people who would drink and substitute that for food and that's terrible because there's no fucking there's no there's no anything good in in that yeah okay i know there's water right okay i heard it all before i've also told myself those things when i was drinking I'm just going to say this. I'm eight months plus sober. I'll be nine in the third of October, which also happens to be my brother's birthday. Happy birthday, brother bear. Um, I never asked anybody to keep tabs on that. I don't post about it on social media and I am doing a podcast on it, but I think it's important because it may reach out to people who have thought about it and wanted to know about it. And I'm just explaining like what it is. It's not something you have to be scared of. It's something that you should be excited for. And I think every step that people take towards a sober lifestyle or waning and taking breaks from things that can become insanely addictive is good. Now, with that in mind, um, there, you may think that there's like some weird stipulations that people have. And I want to say as the raddest dad of them all, screw those people. If anybody acts like you're not cool or it's weird for you to not partake, those are usually the people that are the last to leave the party and they're lame. They need to stop anyways. Those are the people that are probably the ones that need to get sober sooner rather than later. Um, and this isn't one of those things where I want to be judgy of people who suffer because look, we're the, we're all in this together at the end of the day. And we all want to have a good long story to tell. 
And I think sometimes when we know something is wrong, we rather than confronting it, we want to deny it and walk away from it. But here in this life, I think it's important to take a moment and just face what we're going to end up crying about when we're super drunk later on if we're going to do that route. <coughs> it's it's complicated, folks, for all of us who struggle. And the good news is, is in the time we're living in now, we're all connected on everything. And there are pluses and minuses that. The plus to it is you can join a meeting right now. As I'm saying this, and if you're thinking like, oh man, I really do need to take a break. Follow that intuition, especially if it's from you. That means something, you know? I heard that voice in my head probably 10, 15 years ago in the midst of my marriage at the time. Now, I won't say or confirm that that was the reason that that my marriage fell apart. It wasn't, I promise. Some may say otherwise, but it, it wasn't. And whatever, and that's fine. But it was a struggle for me, and... I know I'm getting overly personal on this episode, but I think this is something I, we all, especially those who struggle, would hold close. So I want to be able to be as open and honest with the people as possible. So really, when you hear that voice in your head that tells you you need to take a break or to say even do what I did and say, I, I'm done, just be done. Like... If you really want it to be over, you can get there. And if you believe in it, you can succeed. If you're on the right side of the ground, as my buddy who passed, Dane, would say, you should be happy. He's also the one that told me whenever things made him happy, he would say, you make my heart smile. And I've used that in my life constantly, whether referring to my girls or Casey or even my friends and family. I learned a lot from that guy, especially when he was sober. And I hope for all of you who struggle that you find your peace. You know, I'm not saying I'm part of some weird cult again, and I'm not saying sobriety is some weird cult or that you have to do anything. All it is is abstain, take a break, really if you need to and sober october is coming up we got a ton jam-packed nine halloween episode halloween month episodes coming because i love me some spooky movies and guess what i get to watch more of them because i don't fall asleep 20 minutes into them because i've had seven ipas or you know i get to enjoy them because i'm present and i remember what happens (laughs) Ah, man. It's embarrassing to admit, and that's the thing. It's embarrassing to admit I struggled with that, especially after my divorce. But I knew at the end of the day I did not want it to just be over. I want to live. I want to be happy. I I want to see the future and see my kids flourish, and hopefully they see their dad flourish. And at the end of the day, that's all that matters. So... Anyway, I'm going to have some links in the description. This is your Monday Mini. It's been a while since I did a Mini. 
and I just really wanted to say a few things about sobriety and hopefully everybody out there is doing well. This week is the first day of fall. See those leaves changing. Although global warming has stopped that. I'm just kidding. This show's not political. Uh, yeah. Hug your mom. Kiss your cat. Be happy, folks. Because at the end of the day, at the end of this long story for all of us, we're all we have to make us happy is what's upstairs. And if upstairs is all sad and glum, then screw that. I mean, I want to laugh. I want to be happy. And I want you all to be happy too. So anyways, this has been Rad Dad 2023 signing off. We'll see you Friday with a brand new episode. Have a great